The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility. Responsible gaming resources. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo! The bills make me wanna. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey, Bills fans, welcome to a special edition of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and this past weekend, we were able to talk with Hall of Famer and Bills legend Bruce Smith at the DraftKings Sportsbook at the Del Lago Casino in Waterloo, New York. Now, he was making an appearance on behalf of the Sportsbook and Casino, but was gracious enough to talk to us for about 10 minutes or so. Now, this is a casino area during the Bills game, so you will hear some background noise, but you'll be able to hear Bruce give some really thoughtful answers to questions about his playing style, his preparation, the culture in the locker room of the 90s, and how it relates to what Sean McDermott is doing currently with the Bills locker room. So without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Bruce Smith. Bledsoe tries to answer. Smith meets him at the pass. He is the all-time sack leader for the Buffalo Bills in the NFL. He's an 11-time Pro Bowler, a three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He was the first overall pick in the 1985 draft out of Virginia Tech and was a first ballot Hall of Famer in 2009. We're joined on the Circling the Wagons podcast by Buffalo Bills legend, Bruce Smith. Bruce, it's great to talk to you. How are you? Well, it, it's uh, it's good to be here, and particularly since we're watching a game and the Bills are winning. Yes. <laughs> 21-7 right 21-7. now, man. It's a good time. So let's first talk about your playing style in the NFL. I mean, what was your best trait as a player? Was it your strength, your flexibility, your quickness off the ball, your film prep, your mental toughness? What was your biggest strength? I, You just explained them all. Um, uh, I think along with that was my God-given ability and my football IQ. Um, I put a, a ton of work and, and commitment and time uh, into uh, being a student of the game, uh, my conditioning, uh, lifting weights, watching what I ate, making sure that I was at the, the optimum weight to perform at the highest level of performance. Um, so I, I think all of those were a factor. 
with my speed and agility and, and balance and, and quickness off of the ball, they all played a part of me becoming who I am as a player. And it was not only important during the season, but I'm sure you were taking this in the off season as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I learned at a very young age uh, when I was playing that it was a lot easier to stay in shape than it was to get in shape. So where most guys would, would um, uh, let themselves go during the off season, I made sure I maintained my weight, uh, pretty much my, my same weight uh, throughout the whole year. And, and when I went to training camp, I was already in shape as opposed to going to training camp to get in shape. Oh, yeah. So I had a leg up on my opponent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great. So, I mean, what was the locker room culture like in the heydays of the 90s? Our locker room culture, when I first got there, was not very good. Uh, we were not a very good football team. As a matter of fact, in 84, uh, the team went 2-14. and 14. <laughs> In 85, when I was drafted, we were 2-14. Uh, so that was the first thing that had to be changed, uh, the, the culture from the top down. And uh, uh, systematically and strategically, uh, Ralph Wilson, uh, the late great Hall of Famer and owner of the Buffalo Bills, Ralph Wilson, uh, made, made some critical moves to put together a nucleus uh, of great competitors competitors to be on the Buffalo Bills team and uh, I can go down the long list like Jim Kelly and Andre Reid and Thurman Thomas and Daryl Talley and and just so many others Nate Odoms, Cornelius Bennett, Ken Hall and Will Wolford. Uh, that's what and Steve Tasker and, and whom I think is the greatest special teams player that ever played the game. Um, so that's when our culture started to change. We, 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 had, we had fierce competitors, uh, players that were accountable, uh, players that, that understood uh, at a very young age how to be a, a, a pro. Uh, and I think that carried on to the football field and, and the excitement that the fans gave us as well. Now, is it a two-sided thing? So if you have coaching and you have great coaching, great culture instilled, but you don't have the players... That, that one and still is it two part process or does it always start from the top up they're, the coaching staff connected. and the, and, and yeah, the ownership and everything they're, they're all connected and, and you may be able to get away for a little while by have, having a missing piece or two here but sooner or later it will catch up to you so you need to have all of those elements to be a successful organization okay, okay great so I mean, you've been through the Super Bowls, you've been through the team success in the 90s. Is locker room culture pivotal to a team success, or can you get through with just pure talent and great players? If you don't have the proper culture, uh, that, that culture that is accountable, that, that culture that, that is disciplined, that culture that, that understands that no one man is bigger than the team, uh, again, you may get away with it for a little while, but sooner or later, uh, there will be cracks in the foundation. And um, uh, that's not a very good situation. That's when, when teams to start uh, uh, falling apart, they start. Uh, you can tell when, when the media catches wind of it and, and they start see, seeing different players go different ways and, and uh, 
uh, it's not a very good atmosphere. Do you see that culture nowadays with the, the team that you see now, Sean McDermott, the Josh Allen, this team that you see now, or is it too hard? Or is it too early to tell? No, we're, we're, we we have been building that culture uh, for a few years now. Uh, I think Sean's doing a, a, a great job and, and strategically bringing players on this team that are going to be accountable, that, that understands that this culture that, that we are putting together is something that's going to be sustainable. Um, and you can tell by the way he's going after players in the draft uh, so these players can grow together. Uh, they can become a family together. And, and, and they understand that, that once you enter this, this atmosphere, uh, we're going to be a, a, a team of unity, a team that's accountable, and a team that wants to go out and perform and have fun and win. <laughs> oh, great. Great. So with your playing career in general, what do you miss most about playing? Is it the cheer of the crowd or the camaraderie of the locker room? What do you miss most? Well, th those are two things that I miss the most. Um, uh, the, these fans were just incredible. We, uh, we actually, the Buffalo Bills fans, actually led the NFL in attendance six years in a row. I think it was 1988 to 19 uh, to the 19 early 1990s, and it was just an electric atmosphere. And, and you, you can expect that to take place in a dome stadium or in in Miami or someplace where it's, the weather is conducive and it's 80 or 90 degrees. But when you're in Buffalo and you see the fan, fans week in, week out, year in, year out, packing the stadium. Uh, it, it, it sends chills down us as players uh, to, to go out and perform better. So uh, I, 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 I often say this, uh, you know, we, we have Blue Collar fans. They put their heart and their soul to cheering for the Buffalo Bills, and, and that's what we appreciated the most. Yeah, wow. So what keeps you busy nowadays? I mean, what are you passionate about in post-NFL career? Uh, well, this this is my favorite time of the year yeah. right now. Yeah. Obviously, there's, there's uh, football is back, uh -huh. and uh, I get a chance to, 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 to just sit back and watch a few games, play around the golf, yeah. uh, and then go watch a game or, or vice versa. Uh -huh. um, so, so this this is a great time of the year uh, for me. Uh, real estate development is keeping me uh, busy. Personal appearances is keeping me busy, uh, and just trying to have a positive impact on my community. Oh, great! Uh, so those are things that I've been focused on. Right now in the NFL, you say you watch football, you watch college football. I'm sure you watch Virginia Tech. You know, I did. I was uh, at the game yesterday. Oh, wow! Yeah, great. That's awesome. Which player in the NFL right now, which defensive man in the NFL right now, reminds you of Bruce Smith? Or is there one? There, there's, there's a couple of them that, that are extremely talented. Um, uh, Von Miller, um, Khalil Mack, mm -hmm. uh, those are two of the names that, that, that really stick out. Aaron Donald. Um, oh, yeah. um, St. Louis Rams. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the LA Rams now. Yeah. Um, 
I, I mean, just three incredibly talented uh, defensive players and, and pass rushers. And there's some more that are that are out there. But if you want to go off of the last mm-hmm. three to four to five years, uh, those are the ones that have a tremendous upside uh, in sustaining that high level of play for the next five years or more. Great, great. Well, you know what, Bruce? I appreciate you coming on and talking with us. I'll let you get back to watching the game. Right. I know we want to get back to it. We want to get back to it, too, so well, appreciate you yeah, coming yeah, on. And I want to, I want to thank DraftKings and uh, uh, Del Largo for, for having me here today. What a what a, an incredible venue uh, uh, and the opportunity to, to, to be able to come and make an appearance on behalf of those two companies. I really appreciate yeah. it. There were a lot of people here to see you yeah, today. Yeah. They were all happy to see you too, and you, and you did it. You did it well, man. Yeah, you did it well. Thank you. So Thanks very, so much. very good. Nice right. to meet you. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Appreciate you doing this, right. and uh, yeah, go Bills, right? right go Bills. <laughs> hey, go Hulk. We're going to take a quick commercial break. After that, we're going to talk about what it was like to be a fan slash podcaster interviewing Hall of Famer and Bills legend Bruce Smith. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. So, just wanted to discuss in general i mean you know we obviously do a a a podcast for buffalo rumblings in on the buffalo bills but we're also fans i mean we grew up fans watching the team watching the 90s era bills and everything like that i mean to, to first of all to to meet a guy like bruce smith in general was wasn't amazing but to interview him was just unbelievable i'll speak to it because i know you guys couldn't be there right in the interview you guys were kind of off to the side, but first off, let's just let's talk about the very first thing that happened during the Bruce Smith interview. There was that guy who was <laughs> the guy who was in an Ezekiel Elliott He's jersey. He's laughing because we were standing right there, like <laughs> if planning to take part in the interview. Well, we you guys couldn't be right in it because yeah, there it's was really only, a better one-on-one format. It's better. He wouldn't know without. And and let me just say, you never know with these interviews how guys are going to be i mean we've interviewed mike love this he was our first bills player we've ever interviewed and then you know you have bruce smith hall of fame bruce smith and you never know how he's going to be because i mean this is this is just a podcast he's been you know interviewed how many times on tv or radio spots or whatever to very important situations and the guy handled it like a pro's pro i mean he had very thoughtful answers he wasn't just like yeah that was good the end like the guy was just it was extremely nice. He took it very seriously, as 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 you hope, as you, you know. And, and he was just he was just a pros pro. I got just gotta say that first of all. But do you guys remember when that guy with the Ezekiel Elliott jersey showed up, and then just was like, "Hey, hey, Bruce, Bruce," and Bruce was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What was your number? <laughs> what was your number when you were playing?" And he's like, "78." He's like, "Oh, okay, I thought so. Thanks, man." It's like, guy. <laughs> was it? Was he trying to throw shade at him, or what? Was it? No, I think he was just. It was just. But all you had to do was look around. Every other person was wearing a jersey. I know. It's. It was just like, just Google it. <laughs> you will find out if you don't know it. Ask somebody else. Ask anybody else in the crowd. Don't ask the guy that's right there. Like interrupt everything. Interrupt everything. 
it was it was cool to it was cool to meet him. He, he was a cool guy in general, um, very cool. Actually, when he first came over, I shook his hand like, "Hey, I'm Nate, and this early morning's podcast." Like, you know, we got you set up right over here. He's like, "Actually, I'm gonna go wash my hands." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wash my hands because I've had people like you shaking my hand for the past three hours, and I feel pretty dirty right now. <laughs> but dude, the guy is in like some NFL players when they're done with the NFL reasonably so you can understand you understandably so they let themselves go you know they're not in peak physical shape as would you as would, as, as have, would i as, as have i and i've never played professional sports but it, the dude is in phenomenal shape right i mean he's 56 years old he looks like he's 26 like no joke the guy's the guy's huge he's he's in great shape and he mentions that in the interview like how he always took really great care of his body through that so it's kind of cool to see a guy like that, you know, the, the way that he attacks it. In the, he, in order to, I feel like, get to that Hall of Fame level, you have to have a certain mindset that's a little over the top. You have to be, you have to be, pay attention to the small details of everything. And whether that's nutrition, whether that's, you know, your, your film, film review, whether that's, you know, you know, just the way that you, his flexibility or whatever, like, it's, it's all those things. And he did all of them. It was really cool to talk to a guy like that. Appreciate you know, the folks over here at Del Lago at the DraftKings Sportsbook for setting that up and talking with us and, uh, and, and, and having that available for us as, you know, a podcast for Buffalo Rumblings. You know, it was one of the highlights of my short career as a podcaster and highlights in general of uh, my fandom as a Bills fan. What, what I will say is I kind of mentioned this in the recap podcast was how much Bruce Smith was really into the Bills game. Like, he would be meeting people, and if he heard the, the crowd in the background in the theater, in the viewing theater area, if he saw them, like, some loud noise or some loud cheering, he kind of, like, left the people he was talking to for a minute and go see what the play was. I mean, he's that... You, you always wonder about those guys. Are they big Bills fans like we are? Do they really care about the team? And he really does. I mean, he sincerely does. And how cool was it to see... You know, just just a guy that was, I mean, he met hundreds of people today, and he was super cool. He didn't take any time off. He wasn't like, all right, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. He was very genuine and nice and talked to the people and wasn't just one-word answers. He would ask them about themselves. I, You know, I, it was just, it was really cool to see firsthand. So got to give a lot of credit to, you know, Bruce Smith for, you know, being such a great interviewee. You know, for, for us this, this past weekend, got to give a lot of credit to the marketing people over at DeLago and the DraftKings Sportsbook. They really helped set this up. Um, you've probably seen our retweets where we, where we gave a prediction for the second half of the Bills-Giants game. And then we also, they also showed a clip of us interviewing Bruce Smith. And yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Do you guys have anything else you want to add to that? I was just... A very gracious individual, I guess. Yeah. I'm glad I limited the questions. We had about five. We had about ten questions. I can only get to five. I'm glad we didn't go through. I didn't go through and make like 20 questions. We weren't going to have them for a long sit down. So I was glad we limited that. John, what did you think? I thought it was great. Great experience. Uh, I mean, shook the hand of a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, we got a picture it's, with him. We shook his hand. I, I could never wash his hand again. <laughs> did you? Uh, now, what did you get him to sign of yours? Oh, I had an old football card. Adam signed. So what it's, year? It's Do you remember? Ninety. It was a uh, eighty-nine 
scorecard. Yeah. It was pretty cool. You had it in the plastic case, though, and everything. This was, like, legit sports card. This wasn't just, like, hey, I found this in my uh, collection. Yeah, well, I also found the case, so I was, you know, so it wouldn't just be in my pocket all crumpled <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I had, uh, I mean, we're, as much as we are, you know, wanted to interview him, I mean, we're fans just as much. So, like, I, I got the, I bought this cool white hat from, uh, this new era hat from training camp. And I didn't get anyone to sign in training camp. I'm like, ah, that sucks. Maybe someday. So today I brought it with in the off chance. We didn't know for sure when we got here that we were going to interview Bruce Smith just because, you know, he's such a busy guy. He's got a lot of things going on. You don't know what the contract involves. So we were just gracious to do that. But I got him to sign my white new era cap, Bruce Smith, 78, and bad things. Bad things, man. I mean, bad things. Things that I just just can't uh, possibly talk about. You know what Bruce would do if he found me messing with this shoe, man? <laughs> hmm. Bad things, man. So that was pretty cool after the famous uh, commercial with uh, Dennis Hopper, peak Dennis Hopper. So cool. Just wanted to give our thoughts on that. Really cool guy. Thank you guys so much for listening to our interview with Bruce Smith. Keep um, If you get a chance, hit that subscribe button. I mean, we're not interviewing Hall of Famers every week, but we do a recap podcast every Sunday. The people in this Buffalo Rumblings channel do a great job, whether it's Matt Warren with the Rumblings Q&A questions, um, Anthony Marino with the Breaking Buffalo Rumblings podcast, you know, the Nick and Nolan show, which is a great show, Believe, another great show, and uh, Blitzed Bills. I mean, this is this is the place to be, and uh, we'll provide more and more content. And, and yeah, so for me, Nate, go Bills. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills.